Welcome. Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Doesn't that just feel good, Rick? Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's Miles Davis, my funny Valentine. I'm Ken Cooper, sitting in for, I guess, just in the interim as we uh, continue our search for full time talent here. Um, I'd love to talk with you today about Valentine's Day. We can talk about. Miles Davis, if you'd like, that's all right. Although we've got a few other gems coming up throughout the next hour as well, thanks to Rick and his uh, computer skills. Um, We will be talking about Valentine's Day. I'd love to spend the whole hour talking about love and how to show your love and how to express it. Crank that up, Rick, a little bit more. We need to hear that. That's Miles Davis. You don't don't quiet Miles Davis. (laughs) We'll talk about Valentine's Day, what you did for Valentine's Day or are hoping for for Valentine's Day. We'll talk about Gillette Street. Uh, The mayor was in with Rick yesterday. Good conversation you had with uh, the mayor about that uh, more more reconstruction. I think people want roads fixed. They just don't want them changed Right is uh, what a lot of that is about. So we'll talk about that. I do think we'll have to take some time and talk about the one-year anniversary of the Parkland shooting uh, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, 17 students students and staff killed. Um, is there a better word than anniversary for stuff like that? Yeah, like there's got to be. Tra- tragedy, something like that. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know if there is a word for that. I just you're right. It's always a weird thing. Like oh, you know, even when someone dies, it's the one year anniversary of Martin, you know whatever anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s death or something like that. And it's not one year. How about we'll go with remembrance. Remembrance, tonight. yeah. The one works. year remembrance. Thank you, Rick. Uh, that's the last time I want you to correct me, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> your one time during the show. Um, and not to take anything away from the lives that were lost, but the young people coming out of that school and uh, other young people joining with them, I have to say, uh, I'm a fan of this of this generation, the folks at that age. We'll also talk about, uh, I, I'm guessing we're going to talk about President Trump, Rick. Uh, I have listened to the show a time or two in the past, and he tends to come up. Uh, he is apparently going to sign the compromise for border security uh, measures. And also planning on declaring a national emergency to continue building his wall. So I'm going to go when we do, we'll do a couple of other things here, and I'm going to go look up the definition of the word emergency. Oh and yeah, then, and then we'll invite and some calls on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line seven eight five seven nine one four with Rick. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM. I guess we decided to just skip the foreplay and get right to Martin Gay. Let's get it on. I'm Ken Cooper on Lacrosse Talk PM. I'd love to have you give us a call on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line seven eight five seven nine one four. Anything going on today that is concerning to you? Please add it to the mix. I uh, talked with somebody on the phone. There was uh, apparently a lot of police activity on 17th Street in the, in town today. I, I have not heard anything else about it. Uh, if you know anything about that, feel free to add that as well. 785-7914, you can text. Uh, we'd love it if you would give us a call. I think it's one of the deals where sometimes something happens and it's not even anything you later learn, but every police yeah. officer in the city is there yeah. for whatever reason. You're right. like, man, if I went and robbed a bank right now on the other end of town, I might be able to get away for free. <laughs> We are not advocating such behavior, of course. Well, that time has passed now. They yes. can't still be over there. Thank you, Rick. Um, we have got to do, let's, let's, we're going to kick off the show with uh, biggest Valentine's Day fails. 
I think. Um, I, I have so many to choose from. I wasn't sure sure where to start. So I'm going to think on that. And Rick, I want what? you to, let's talk let's talk about your issue, your your problem with sweethearts. Yeah, I just failed today right before. I tried to do this right before coming out here. I'm like I got an hour I can get this. I tried to buy some of them and I went to all the stores, chalk candy heart. Right. Can I just say one thing? Okay. There are women listening and none of them are on your side when you start out by saying I have an hour I can get this done. Well, I have, to get the, I have to find the chalk candy Chalk Candy Hearts, I haven't been able to find them. They, they, you and, you, and Menards has a giant bag, so I can get 5,000 Chalk Candy Hearts, and then what do you do with that? But you don't like her that much. No. You like your 20 Chalk Candy Hearts. Well, I want the but box. But not 5,000 Chalk Candy Hearts. I want the little box that's right. got to and from on the back so that I can sign it. Because she needs yeah. to know where it's from, and I don't necessarily have to give it to her in person as I could leave it in a place. And then, hey. But you couldn't find any of those. The actual sweethearts. I went to Quick Trip, Walmart, Menards, Sam's Club, and asked. And I, like, asked. And everyone knew, hey, do you have any of them stupid chalk candy hearts that say hug me on them? Or kiss me? It was weird asking, hey, do you have any of them hearts that say kiss me on them? Or uh, hug me on them? Because it's awkward when you tell someone kiss me. But But whoever you are going to be giving these to... Boy, she's got herself a real keeper here, Rick. Yep, definitely. You are just <laughs> romantic I mean, they're, they're, to the core. They're like 25 cents a box. I figured I could you know, <laughs> afford it. I feel so much better about myself. Uh, the company that made Sweethearts uh, went out of business. They sold the Sweetheart portion of their business to another company, and I don't remember the names of the companies, but that company was not able to ramp up production of Sweethearts fast enough to have anything ready for this year and this Valentine's Day. So we will hopefully have Sweethearts back again next year. So, uh, Rick, if you're still in the same situation uh, and you want to say uh, a fourth grade, I like you, yeah. instead of uh, something like, oh, I don't let's try saying I love you. Sounds like it'll be to a different girl, though. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> in her best interest, so right. maybe, yeah. So, but the company went out of business, and the new company that bought that portion of the company um, has not had time to ramp things up. I feel like they have knockoffs, doesn't it? They have the sweetheart versions. I couldn't even find those. They used to come in a little box too, yeah. and they're just different. And then they have the like softer ones that aren't chalky, but that might all. Be, they may maybe that them are all the same company. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very possible you're overthinking it too. Another tragic Valentine's Day for me. Seven eight five seven nine one four. My worst Valentine uh, was. It, I have so many horrible high school Valentine stories, but maybe one of the worst was the first time I bought a girl flowers. Her name was Sue. She was a grade behind me. So she was a sophomore, and I was a junior. Mm-hmm. And Do you have your license, right? Do you have your license at this point? Uh, my driver's license? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think so. so you can go. Because if, if you didn't, you'd have to have your mom go. Right. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah, we drove ourselves. And this was a, a very small town, northwestern Wisconsin. And i got to tell you, I was a smooth, romantic guy because I got her. I didn't want to be overwhelming. Yeah. So I got her 11 white roses yeah. with one red rose right in the middle. Okay. And I had those delivered to her house. And I knew that I'd be seeing her the the following week uh, at basketball practice. She played basketball. I was I worked with the, the boys' basketball team. You were the manager? <sighs> There's got to be a better way to say <laughs> Yes, I was the manager. And she, I, she came up to me and she said, thank you so much, but I can't go out with you 
because I'm hoping that this other guy, who was a year older than me even, might break up with his girlfriend and maybe ask me out on a date. Was this guy on the basketball team too? Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. But the you fact, needed to be on the team. The fact is, it, I wasn't. I wasn't. She didn't say no to me because of some other guy. It was the possibility of maybe another guy. <laughs> maybe this guy will break up with his girlfriend. Yeah. So that's probably. It was my first time giving flowers, and I stand by those flowers. It was eleven white roses and one red rose right in the middle, and uh, I'm glad I did it. And uh, she was really cool, other than the fact that uh, even the possibility of anybody else was better than actually being with me. Seven eight five seven nine one four. It's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Happy Valentine's Day. We've got uh, that to talk more about and a lot of other things to talk about, including uh, our President Donald Trump and things going on in Washington, uh, which are just Regardless of who's been there recently, it's just so hard to follow and understand exactly what's going on. And trying to make sense out of it, I think, is just a, a lost cause. We've got Eric from Sparta on the uh, line. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Yeah, hanging in there. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I want to comment about uh, this, all this crap going on in Washington. Uh, I support Trump. I don't care what anybody says. I support him. Okay. Either let, let him do his job. As far as signing the bill, I disagree with that. I think he should sign, do this uh, emergency decree. Don't give these Democrats nothing. They won't give them nothing. Don't give them nothing. Trump is trying to help our country. They're mm-hmm. trying to kill them every chance they get. I would sign that bill, give that Democrats anything, sign the bill, get it over with. Can Thank I ask, you very much. No, can I ask you a question, Eric? Yeah. Um, do you have any any? Uh, what do you think if the roles were reversed and we had a Democratic president uh, battling a, a more Republican House of Representatives? Do you think well, that, had that what was Obama? Well, do you think that they might be having the same problems? Uh, I I guess what I'm getting at is I don't think it's just the Democrats trying to ruin things for the Republicans. I think it's both sides trying to not do anything. Not let the other side do anything. I guess what goes wrong comes wrong. I guess they, Obama, he, he, he did more, harm this country more than uh, the trillions of dollars he had on the national debt. Uh, what, what is uh, Trump done? Six, eight trillion dollars in debt with Obama? Okay. But, but all, all of a sudden, it's because he's black. He's uh, just a, uh, Wonderful, wonderful man. Everybody thought we have to be nice to black people. And that's, I mean, I don't care. Think whatever you want. I don't care. I'll tell you, Eric, I don't think that's quite accurate. That's quite a generalization. I don't. Uh, I don't like that. That it seemed because you were so general, lumping me into that uh, category. Um, but the national debt right now is at twenty-two trillion dollars, and it just uh, recently hit. A, a brand new record at $22 trillion. I understand that. But when Obama came into office, it was like $6 trillion, and we got out. Look what happened. And what did we get for it? Several ready jobs. Where are all the jobs? Where are all the jobs now? Eric, who was the last president to uh, leave office with a balanced budget? Well, none of them did. Bill Clinton yeah. did. That's, that's just government in general. But the Bill, point I make, Bill Clinton. Point I make, 
Bill Clinton left office with a balanced budget. Oh, no, no, he didn't leave a, he, he left a balanced budget, but not a, a, a debt-free country. Okay. All right. Well, Eric, thanks a lot for the call. We, we appreciate it. The president says that he is going to sign uh, a compromise border security measure. He says he is also planning on declaring uh, or is very, very willing to declare a national emergency to secure funding for the border wall. And I'll tell you, if, if there is uh, anybody listening who who does any kind of, um, uh, I guess, deals like the president does, if you're a person who uh, part of your job is convincing other people to go along with what you do, uh, give me a call, 785-7914. I would love to know if saying that regardless of what you do to agree with me, I'm going to go ahead and do what I want is a way of actually getting things done. It, it seems a little strange to me, but I would love to know from uh, other people who do that sort of a thing for a living. Is, is that the way you work on compromise, or is that the way that you work uh, as far as trying to make a deal happen? Because that is what the president has said. The Democrats can bring me their compromise, and I may sign it, but I'm, I'm going to build the wall, and I'm going to do this. I just... To me, that doesn't sound like a way to get people to want to work together. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Rick, that is the point of government. I believe that's why we put those people in office. Correct me if I'm wrong on, on that. To stalemate each other so nothing gets done? To work together oh, work for together. all of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, do, I, I, do I, haven't, I haven't been paying attention until like the last few <laughs> years, so it seems like this is what they do. All right, Mary is on the line. Uh, hi, Mary. Thanks a lot for calling. What's, what's up for you today? Well, first of all, thank you for pay- playing um, Miles Davis. That was one of my husband's favorite Aww. I'm glad musicians. We could, glad and we I could just do that thought, oh, my God, Miles Davis. Yeah. yeah. I almost felt guilty um, starting to talk over Miles. This is, for, this is for Rick. He's looking in all the wrong places. Menards is not where you go to find candy, particularly on Valentine's Day. He should call the Pearl. He could even walk down there. They might have that. Fanatis would be another place, mm-hmm. and the sweet shop. I, I, think she, I think she's saying, Rick, if you put a little effort into but it, you might have more candy. success. Well, go to the candy shops. Yeah. They're I mean, specifically and, about candy, and particularly for Valentine's Day, they're going to have things there for little children and adults. And I'm if this is one. going back to, like, school days, of course, I think they'll have something like that. Um, then we get over to President Trump. Oh, okay. oh, boy, I've been totally whiplash here, Mary, President whiplash. Trump. And as far as uh, getting along with the other side, um, that's fine. But, you know, he is the president, and I, I think they've just been out to get him from the start. I mean, today they showed um, how they're going after McCabe. He's part of the FBI that got fired, and he admitted that because of this dossier, how they – did all these false things to the president. I mean, it's, it's terrible what's going on. I'm, I'm hoping when the new attorney general gets in there, um, he knocks some heads together and cleans out the system because there are too many FBI people that are doing a good job, and I think there's a small group, this goes all the way back to Comey, that are doing really bad things for the country. And... We do need border protection. When you when you see what's going on down there in some of these states, it's unbelievable. I mean, 
as criminal murders and drugs we have to know who's coming in here nobody's against immigrants i work with a lot of immigrants when i worked at the hospital they're good people many of them very talented people particularly in the doctors and nursing area some of them are the best i'm talking about illegal and that's the problem where you come in and just swarm like like some kind of a bad disease on a country i mean who could who can handle that we've seen about what happened with the country's miss merkel she practically ruined what was it germany from just deciding to just let them come in and now they've got all these tent cities and they don't know what to do with all these people there has to be some order it's just really kind of frustrating i think that's another reason why term limits would be a good thing i don't think someone like nancy pelosi that's been there for thirty some years should still be there okay well i'll tell you what mary maybe i think something we can agree on is that it's a big mess it is whatever side you are in favor of we have got ourselves into a big big mess i do have to say i think that describing what might be happening at the border as uh, a swarm like a disease i think might be um maybe a bit of a an embellishment but we can get into that more as the show goes on this is lacrosse talk pm on wizm news talk 1410 am 923 fm we'd love to have you give us a call 785-7914 well I'll, I'll tell you rick this song and a handful of chalky sweethearts, and you have got it made, man. You have got, <laughs> you have got it made. Um, we are going to spend $19.6 billion, I believe, on just candy for Valentine's Day. $20.7 billion on Valentine's Day in general this year. That is a brand new record. And say what you want about Valentine's Day, but if that means more people are celebrating love and more people are saying I love you, whether it's with a, a, a fourth grade box of <laughs> chalky well, hearts, no. apparently not because you couldn't find them. Uh, I think that's great. So, I bought some junior mints, though. They came in a box. And a hose, since you were there. So. Um, <laughs> But I, I think that's great to be celebrating love in any way that we possibly can, not just today, but every day. We have got, uh, by the way, I'm Ken Cooper, sitting in this afternoon on the Crosstalk PM. I'd love to have you join us on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. And I, I did think it was interesting that we had a, a couple of the, the first two callers we had. Um, I'll let you in on a little inside radio skip here. The first two callers we had, uh, Rick took the calls, and I heard him say, did you want to talk to Ken? No? Okay. So they just per- they just called up to say we don't want to talk. Yeah, sometimes I just uh, I get callers that just want to talk to me. So you, like sometimes when I'm back there, like, okay. I'll have I'll do my own show back there with some callers. <laughs> All right, that's kind of like our side channel, I suppose. It's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, and you are more than welcome to uh, give us your two cents worth if you want to talk about uh, Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, we are also. Um, I want to spend a little time talking about uh, the Parkland shooting one year ago today at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. Uh, we, I think we should, I think we should talk about um, that for a little bit today. But right now we've got Bob on the line with us, and apparently does want to talk with me. Hi there, Bob. Hey, how's it going? 
Um, well, you it's kind of hard to follow Barry White, so it's a little easier talking to you now. Imagine, yeah, that was a lot of pressure, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. So what's hey, going on for you? I just get my gut feeling on what's going on in some of D.C., and I've just nationally been watching uh, the left losing legislatures, uh, governor's houses, local elections, or local elections over the last few years, and um, a loss of power, and that's through the ballot. That's through the people. Um, that's through the process that's supposed to be going um, happening. I'm just, uh, my gut is telling me that the Dems, with Obama, his uh, his way of getting business done a lot of time was with executive orders, and those don't work um, if they, cause they can be erased as quickly as they were created. Mm-hmm. I think this, I think a lot of them, what I'm seeing is, I think this is about control of the courts for the next generation, and and, and all levels of courts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that is I, I by, think, that is the longest lasting uh, impact any president can have. You know, when we, when we got Gorsuch in, um, and that was good. That was the one that was uh, held. It was uh, the last year of Obama's presidency when that seat opened, but they didn't fill it. And uh, when Anthony Kennedy announced his retirement. They put Brett Kavanaugh in there, and you saw the hissy shit that went along with that nomination process. Um, I think that was, to some on the left, considered that a freebie for him. And now, with the possibility of uh, Ginsburg passing, you know, I mean, she's old. I'm not going to lie. She's uh, getting up there. Uh, I just think they're terrified. I think this is more than just, yes, they hate Trump, but I think more so they hate what Trump is going to be able to mm-hmm. do. Um, he is getting, when he, when the, when the, uh, the elections, you know, last fall, there's no way Trump could have gone to, uh, 435 different jurisdictions and, and, uh, rallied for those different, for the different, uh, Republicans that were running. What he did do is he focused on the Senate. The Senate are the ones that, uh, approve your judges. I think that was an intentional act. Um, the finance, the financial bills are supposed to come off the the, uh, the house, but the uh, election or the uh, approval of uh, governors—I'm sorry, judges or ambassadors—all that—that comes out of the Senate, and that I think that was well played. Um, I think he just kind of let go of the house, mm-hmm. knowing he wasn't going to get much out of it anyway. Right. You know, Bob. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you think that it's Possible that maybe this is all just cyclical, um, and there is a you know the Democrats have power for a while, and they argue with the Republicans, and Republicans have power for a while, and argue with the Democrats. Do you think that might be the case here? Well, and, and I'm you know absolutely. Um, I think the well you know poisons itself, and then after a while it cleans itself out. Um, I just remember being a kid, and uh, Jimmy Carter was president, and I remember listening to my dad and how angry he was every day. Um, whenever Reagan became president, my dad was the happiest guy in town, but our neighbors were just angry all the time. So it, I think it's uh, definitely cyclical. I, uh, but I think the game has been played differently in the past. I mean, you know, Bill Clinton, my blood pressure was just out of control every day he was in office. Um, but uh, now my blood pressure is fine. 
Right. Uh, well, and I think you know, I think that's fine. I think I think I think there are plenty of people that would say exactly the opposite of what you said, Bob, and would uh, be just as right as you are. We uh, we are emotional beings, and I think that's one of the reasons why we have um, a government. That's, you know, in hopefully the way that our government is set up is to take some of that emotional reaction uh, that, of course, we have as um, emotionally uh, aware uh, beings um, and take some of that out of there and, and use reason and common sense. Should we not? Should we not in let theory? Should we not let any presidents raise our blood pressure or anything like that? Like, can we just... Should we get to a point where that, that we're we're not paying that much attention, where it's affecting our daily lives? Well, I don't know that I don't know that we should not pay that much attention. I think what we all need to have is a little bit more perspective and a little bit more understanding. We need to remember a couple of things. Elections have consequences, but we also need to remember that just because I don't like something doesn't make it wrong. I I hate shrimp. You will never see shrimp pass my lips. But I realize that most of the world seems to love them. And so I can't say shrimp are bad. All I can say is I don't like shrimp. Well, some people will say shrimp are bad because of how you get shrimp to your plate. Slave labor. Most of the shrimp is, what is it called when you take the... Yeah. Not husking it, but like you husk and you debane it. Debane it, yeah. yeah. That's um, a lot of that's done by slave labor. Okay, literally. Well, you're kind of missing the point that I was trying to make, Rick. My point is, I'm getting my blood boiling thinking about this <laughs> slave labor. Because I can't believe what you said about shrimp. But I do think we need to. I I really really think we need to um, have that perspective that just because I don't like something doesn't mean it's wrong. Give us a call, Better Hearing Center, talk and text line 785-7914. If you think I'm wrong for saying that, uh, I would love to hear about it. 785-7914. And it's the Beatles as we celebrate Valentine's Day 2019. Along with Rick, I'm Ken Cooper. WIZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM on La Crosse Talk PM. It is Valentine's Day. That's Diana Krall, and let's fall in love. Are you into the whole love thing, Rick? Not today. <laughs> By the way, I gotta say, I am I am pretty excited because I'm 55 years old, and it's not very often that I have more exciting evening plans than a 21 year old guy. Oh, really? Uh, our our buddy um, hosting Wisco Sports Show. Yep, Grant. Grant. He is going to uh, he's going to a movie with a couple of buddies of his tonight on Valentine's Day. Okay. And when I heard that, I just thought, all right, I got more exciting plans. I'm just going home. Oh, <laughs> so that's more okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm playing volleyball. So. I'm going home to somebody I love and a dog who loves me. I like my dog too. But uh, anyway, I'm just I thought that was pretty exciting. I have more exciting plans tonight uh, than a 21 year old guy. Well, it's because you know what movie he's going to. <laughs> That's right. Just stupid. What Liam Neeson? Uh, Liam Neeson in uh, it's called Cold Pursuit, subtitled Another Taken Movie. So anyway, that's what he's doing on this lovely, lovely romantic, romantic evening. Hey, I want to talk about. Um, gosh, I would love to not have to talk about it, but I want to talk a little bit about the Parkland shooting one year later. I don't know if there were any. Um, official remembrances uh, in La Crosse. I don't know if any students at any of the schools here in La Crosse did anything. 
Um, if you did or if you know of any, I would, I would love to hear about them on the talk and text line, 785-7914. 17 students and teachers were killed uh, one year ago today. 17 more were injured. They did not have a march in Parkland. They did not have any uh, walkouts of, this, of school. The, the students were allowed to either go to school today if they chose to, or not go to school, and they were asked to either do something for their community or spend the time with their family uh, for the um, the remembrance today. We don't want to call it an anniversary. That was a good call, Rick. Um, so we'll call it the remembrance. Um, by the way, the former student, the shooter, is awaiting trial, and the state's attorney in Broward County, Florida, has signaled that he is uh, continuing to seek the death penalty there. We've heard some of the names of some of the uh, surviving students uh, who have created the March for Our Lives movement. David Hogg, of course. Uh, I think he's probably the most prominent. He's 19, I believe, now, and is a graduate. of uh, going to Harvard or something. Yeah, Stoneman Douglas uh, High School. Yeah, I wonder what he'll write on his essay to get into, uh, to get into college. Um, another one of the co-founders, Jacqueline Corrin, uh, she is a senior. And she pointed to, tell me if you think this is a, a good thing that may have come out of this. She points out that according to the Giffords Law Center to Prevent Gun Violence, uh, there have been 67 gun safety laws that were enacted last year across 26 states and the District of Columbia following the Parkland shooting. Um, so that is a, definitely a change. And one of the things that I have found mind-boggling is how many... Old people, my age and older, sorry other people who are my age, but we're, we're older now, um, have basically told these young people to sit down and go to prom and don't be speaking up, don't be doing this, don't be challenging the way things are, you're just kids. Uh, and today what I thought about was that the generation that we call the greatest generation was thought of the same way by their parents. Every generation has been thought of that same way by the generations that were before them. And that greatest generation didn't become the greatest generation until they stood up and did something, which was go to war. And these kids are standing up and they're doing something. And I'm certainly not equating war, World War II, with uh, standing up and talking to the press and making a stand uh, in public. But what I'm saying is, uh, these young people are standing up. They're doing something. They're they're not just going to sit back and take it anymore. And that's how change happens. Um, and we've had even in town here, we've had Central High School. Uh, you know, took took part in the walkout the Crescent High School mm -hmm. did last year. We talked to a girl named Willow Toll, a Central High School student, and she was very good. She even came on the show and talked to us about gun violence and stuff. So. Uh, you know, like they, they, you know, however you want to say that started a movement, but it was, you know, the, the first of many school shootings, and, and they're all coming to light, and people are, are starting to, you know, we need to make some changes here. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things that I've really found refreshing uh, about these uh, kids in the uh, March for Our Lives movement is that they, they basically tell it like it is. They don't talk like adults who are trying to say the right thing or, or talking like, uh, people with a political agenda, they, uh, they just say they, the entire aspect of grieving and getting over something like this is bull, yes. And they just, they just... They're also really good on social media. Yeah. And then when, uh, 
you know, people want to fight with them on social media, they're way... So when you get on social media and you want to rail against the Parkland kids because you don't think they should be speaking out or out of their turn, not you per se, but like somebody 55, right? Right. Uh, they're going to destroy you because they're the yes. experts at Twitter. Yes. And whatever, you know. So it's kind of funny to see even like uh, some some congressmen and, you know, people up the, up at the higher echelons of government are on Twitter railing against like David Hogg and then he comes back right back at him because he's going to be better at that than you. So I'm a fan of the generation that is up and coming. And I'll tell you, for all the years that I have been aware of these instances of these uh, school shootings and things like this, this is the most... Um, Progress is probably not a good word to use yet at this point, but this is the most uh, movement uh, by a group that I have seen uh, and, and the most effect that any group has had, I think, in uh, swaying or in any way impacting public opinion on the subject. So I think in general, uh, as I said, I'm a fan of this generation uh, of kids, whether they're talking about the Parkland shooting or whether they're talking about or whether they're going from being... Uh, just a uh, 26 or 27 year old uh, worker uh, to going into the United States Senate. Whether they're doing that, uh, I think we're we're in good hands with this generation that is uh, coming on up. Uh, oh, let's talk about David Hogg. Eric is uh, back on the line. Hey, Eric, how are you? I'm doing okay. okay. I just uh, this David Hogg guy. He is uh, nothing less than a less than millennial punk. All he wants to do is being used as a pawn by the left-wing anti-gun crowd who wants to take guns away from every American. Really? You There's think no that? What? You wait. You you just said he's a punk. I do say yeah. I do say that. I, yes, I do. He's a punk. He's. he's I understand. He because he's speaking his mind. Like, you think he's a punk? I'm. He's a punk. Do you think? Do you think that children are supposed to? When I was a kid, I was told very often, "You don't speak until you're spoken to." Is it being disrespectful that they are standing up and speaking to us, speaking truth to power? He's a punk. He's a punk. He, he was set up. He was a political pawn of a left-wing anti-gun movement, and that's all there is to it. Well, that's never all there is to it. Thanks a lot, Eric, for the call. Um, that. That is never all there is to it. There is never one thing that is all of something. That's not the way it works. Um, but I, I think these kids, uh, I admire their bravery standing up uh, face-to-face, uh, whether uh, in reality or, or, or just uh, through the media, to that kind of, that kind of uh, response from people. Just sit down, shut up, you're a punk. And they're, they're speaking their minds. And I guess maybe someday we'll discover if they were pawns of some left-wing uh, conspiracy. But I have not heard that, and I don't know that. And all that I know that is that from everything I have heard the actual students say, they have been pretty impressive. And whether I ag- agree with everything they say or not, they are using their voice, and they're using their minds, and they're using the soapbox that they have to make their arguments in a very, very um, effective and mature fashion. And they've gone through something that I haven't gone through, and you haven't gone through, I don't think, right? I don't know if, I mean, Eric is a veteran, so maybe he's seen stuff that we haven't seen, but um, I can't can't call them punks when I haven't been involved in a school shooting, so. Right. 
Well, and I just don't think, um, you know, and Eric, I absolutely uh, believe that you have your right to your opinion, and I absolutely believe you have a right to give us a call, and we'll, we'll take any time you want to call. That is absolutely fantastic. I'd love to talk with you more, but I, I just don't, you know, again, we're getting back to that emotional response to something that should be a little bit more of a uh, reasoning type of a situation. Um, you, you call these young people punks. Um, you don't call people older than you punks. Um, you don't, you know, it, I, I think that, uh, like it or not, these kids are going to be the ones that change the world. People my age, we've had our opportunity, and there's still some things we can do, but those kids are the ones that are going to um, make the actual changes, take what we have left them, and, uh, and go with it. For the better, I can hope. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm also feeling pretty good about uh, my evening tonight. On Valentine's Day, I'm not feeling too good about uh, Rick's prospects for the evening tonight. I, I do wish you the best. Uh, volleyball championships tonight. So we're in the semifinals. We win, we're in the finals tonight. So that's my Valentine's Day. Wow. Okay. You are. <laughs> and then maybe I did buy some candy, so I'll okay. probably go and find this person that I was going to give the candy to you or try to do that. Try to do and by the way, I want to go on record. We're both big fans of Menards. I, I love Menards. Uh, I think Mary was just trying to make a point that it, it may not have been the most romantic yeah, option. She doesn't need to know where I got the candy. <laughs> I'm not going to show her the receipt. It's only a dollar. I wonder why you talked about it on the radio then. <laughs> well, that wraps things up for, just about wraps things up uh, for Lacrosse Talk PM. This was a lot of fun. Rick, I, I need to say thank you for all of your help doing so much of uh, the heavy lifting tonight on the Crosstalk PM on WIZM.